PFT Media. Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. It is November 30th at 4.23 in the afternoon. I think we can officially say happy holidays. Tomorrow is the beginning of December. I officially think we can start playing Christmas music now and holiday music. So happy holidays, you guys, if you choose to celebrate those. Uh, We are putting the finishing touches on episode 113. It's our interview with Seth Daniels from Freehand Goods. He's a leathersmith. It's not as kinky as it sounds. Uh, He came in and talked about how he became a leathersmith. He talked about a weird tattoo he has on his lip. He talked about uh, being in a band, and he impressed me with some fairly large words that I didn't know, and and a pretty impressive list of books that I've never heard of. He's a cool guy. I like Seth immensely. So listen for that. Of course, this episode's brought to you by Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor. Odds are, if you can't find me at my house uh, on any, any given day of the week, you might find me sitting over at Red Light, Red Light. Why? Because they have 300 different bottles and cans. They have 26 beers on tap. They just got some shiny, brand new, beautiful tanks that they'll be brewing with. Uh, Open seven days a week. Red Light, Red Light, located at 2810 Kareen Drive in beautiful Audubon Park. Go in there and tell them that we sent you, all right? Uh, One more thing, and this one's uh, a little sad, a little sad news. Uh, We lost a good member of the Orlando podcast community this week. Mr. Hurricane Bill Haviston, um, co-host of the What's the Fuss podcast. Been in here, I think it was uh, episode like 51 or 52. Bill was one of my favorite human beings in the world. I only met him probably five times, but here's what I can take away from those five times. Bill was incredibly smart, had the most amazing laugh in all of podcasting, funny as hell, a big, big heart. The guy probably would do anything for you. And he, he is gone too soon. Uh, so this one's for you, Bill. Uh, I'm sad that I didn't get a chance to hang out with you more. On that note, you guys be nice to each other. Love each other. Hug each other. If there's someone in your life who uh, you love, tell them that. Tell them that you love them. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for checking out episode 113 of Scotch and Good Conversation. My name is Peter. I'll be your host, and we are on the PFT Radio Network. We're like a weekly hangout, interviewee, excuse to drink podcast, get together type thing. Here's what we do we find interesting people, we invite them in, we have a beer, or 
a glass of scotch. We turn off our cell phones, we turn off our computers, and we talk. We kind of kick it old school. Sometimes if the stars align and everything works out perfectly, it becomes a conversation. We have a good time and hopefully you'll dig it too. If you like this kind of thing, you can go back and listen to all our episodes on scotchandgoodconversation.com. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. If you'd like to get involved, if you want to be part of the conversation, if you want to be a sponsor, if you've got something going on in your life and you want to share it, if you've got a problem and you want somebody else to try to figure it out for you, give us a call, 407-965-5557. That's 407-965-3577. If the phone is not your thing, I totally understand. Uh, scotchinggoodconversation at gmail.com is the place for you to send us a message. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We've got a Facebook group. I'd love for you to get involved in that. It's called Scotch and Good Conversationalist, and we have sponsors. The Femme du Fromage is located in the East End Market at 3210 Green Drive. They are Orlando's premier cheese shop, committed to bringing you the best farmstead, handcrafted, and artisan cheeses from around the world. At some point during this holiday season, you are going to either be having a party or be invited to a party. Let La Femme du Fromage help you out. Go in there, talk to the people behind the counter. They're going to be able to hook you up with just the right thing you need to make your holidays spectacular. Open seven days a week. Located at 3210 Kareem Drive, Orlando's premier cheese shop, La Femme du Fromage. we're back of course we also have a guest uh this is kind of you have been on my list for a little while because we've we've sort of run into each other we kind of hang sort of a little bit on the the outskirts of the circle that each of us runs in i don't even know what i'm trying to say but we've talked but we've never actually sat down uh mr seth daniels hello hello how are you for having me i'm wonderful how are you tonight good you you were kind enough to make yourself available to me after work uh, you said you've never listened. That's fine. I have no problems with that. I'm sorry. Most people in the world haven't listened to my podcast, including my wife. Now she listens every now and then. Uh, these are three things that I know about you. You ready? I have an extensive team of research monkeys, so we've been oh, following you around oh for about boy. a week now. And, and uh, uh, the first thing I know about you is you are a leather smith. That is, uh, is that a real thing? Because I looked it up and I couldn't find an exact definition of leathersmith. No, it's actually a, a term that I coined on my own. Okay, well, good. Congratulations for uh, inventing a word. I, I felt like really the only the only terminology associated with what I do is leather worker, and I feel like that makes it sound more, or I guess less professional, more kind of crafty. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seemed like I needed a uh, I don't know a fitting title. I, I like it. It's like it brings. I feel like you would be in the old west next to the blacksmith yeah, making saddles. Exactly. Which you can make a saddle. I've seen things you've done. I, you, you, you've, have you made saddles? I feel like you, you probably made a saddle at some point in your life. Um, actual horse saddles, no. But you but, could. You could make a saddle. More than likely, there's there are a couple aspects I've looked into it. There uh-huh. are a couple aspects that I don't understand because I'm not in the equestrian world. You should be. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know why. I'm not in the equestrian world either. I, I would love to be honestly. 
but it apparently it takes a fair money, bit of money. A little so. bit of money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a horse. <laughs> and land, yeah. And equestrians. Sure. Uh, so you could make a saddle. Have you made motorcycle saddles, I think, or I've seats made, or buckets or whatever they're called? And I'm not a biker. I've made many, yeah. Okay, that's uh, cool. Many different styles, you know, chopper ones, uh, the cafe racer types. Um, and and this is this is what you do. This is your job. It's not like a hobby. <laughs> it is. It is now. It was a uh, pretty much just a hobby. I, I know. I knew this, but it's just the kids don't know. So uh, yeah. So you. Well, you that's do, why I'm explaining. This is this is what you do. Good. Congratulations for following Thank the dream and, and making the most of it. I I, I, I understand, <laughs> and I've seen your work, and you do it very, 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 very well. Well, thank you. That's really appreciated. You I, uh, you make art. <laughs> I don't know if I would call it. Art. No, but he, here's the thing. I, I was at our sponsor, one of our sponsors, Red Light, Red Light, my favorite beer bar in the world. And I Love was pick, I was picking up some beers, and uh, we were talking about who I was interviewing. I said, Seth's coming in, and they went. We they he made our menus, and there are leather bound uh, books that uh, are like kind of the. Uh, inventory of the beers at red light red light and brent handed me one and i've held them before because i spend way too much time drinking at red light red light <laughs> but i've never i never Don't really i've never really appreciated the cover and it's beautiful well, it's, thank, it's thank stunningly you. <laughs> beautiful hold on one second it's stunningly beautiful and uh, you did that. So, uh, what else? What else do you do? You be, you do consignment work. I know you just opened a place. Tell the kids about the place you opened. Uh, well, it's uh, it's called Freehand Goods. Uh, it's an actual official brand that we, my business partner and I, have now launched. Uh, we have a physical location in the East End Market. Yay! Uh, which was a very uh, whirlwind opportunity that came out of nowhere. Uh huh. Um, it, on, it, admittedly, we initially started and launched with uh, as a mobile business. Uh, we bought an old military trailer, retrofitted it with shelves and racks, and mm-hmm. and uh, just sort of popping up, as they say, at different events um, with you know a, a much smaller offering than we now have. Uh, and that only went on for about three weeks before <laughs> uh, John Rife, the owner of East End Market, uh, saw us and said we were exactly what he was looking for, offered us a spot. And even though we were uh, nowhere near prepared for anything like that, uh, we said yes and took the dive, and it's currently paying off. It's working very well for you. I've been in your shop. It's uh, it, it it take this as a compliment. It, it feels like a dude's garage in there, like a, a really clean, like kind of manly place where where guys and and hip girls will go and is that that is, well, am i being bad is that no, is that that okay good not at all and, and actually it, it, it excites me to hear you say that because that was uh literally word for word the exact uh aesthetic we were going for to try to make it look like a guy's garage if i had a garage i'd want it to look like that I mean, maybe uh maybe a slightly more i don't know uh Organized and designed yeah, version. It, it, it's of clean. It? Yeah, it, it, yeah it, it's it's uh, it feels like a shop, but but like it's comfortable. It feels cool. It feels crafty without like the Pinterest craftiness, like you know. And uh, what what do you guys do in there? What what are you building? What are you making? Uh, well, um, <laughs> every I, I watch way too much David Letterman when I was a kid, so I, I turned into David Letterman when I interview people. What are you building? What are you making? <laughs> you got any gum? <laughs> <laughs> How much of those drums? <laughs> um, and the interesting thing too is that what I do personally now with freehand is uh, almost the exact opposite of what I had done for the ten years prior as a quote unquote leathersmith. Uh, as Imperial Wolf, that was what I went by. 
um, in that I only did custom stuff before I you know I, I made the stuff in my garage on the weekends as as the orders came in the case now is that we you know freehand is a brand and we have a, a, a set stock and that's what I support and I actually don't do any custom work anymore. Well, it makes me sad do you miss it I do um, it, it's a it's an interesting double edge in that uh, I, I miss the custom stuff and I love it and I want to get back to it yeah. but we've been again happily so busy that I I literally have zero time in a day for anything other than keeping my shelves and our stockist accounts uh, you know stocked it's, it's not a bad problem to have and and what 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 type of things do you make over there uh, we have uh, now we're up to six different wallet designs cool I need a wallet as far as leather uh, you know running the gamut from the traditional billfold down to uh, a rather interesting you know small card holder the design of which uh, was of my own making um, as far as the leather is concerned then uh, we make Apple watch bands we have we have a, a collaboration watch we did with a company called Arvo in which they make the face and then I make the bands uh, headphone keepers keychains coin cool. purses yeah yeah Lot, lots of different leather things, all stock in five colorways. Uh, but then we also uh, we have an entire grooming line that we also make in-house right in the shop for everyone to watch. I saw that. You you, you posted something <coughs> literally like 20 minutes ago uh, that on, I, on Instagram. I did, yeah. yeah. I was, for as, as minute as it seems, I was very excited about our new lip balm. So. Oh, well, who wouldn't be? Come yeah. on. <laughs> Ooh, no, but we live in a time when it's okay for just like a dude or a, a girl to, to, you know, either one of them to wear lip balm. You know, it's important. People take care of themselves now with, with quality products. You don't just go uh, get... Blistex is that a lip balm? I'm not sure. Like you don't you don't just yeah, go to you don't just go to Eckerd's. Is Eckerd's Eckerd's isn't a drugstore anymore, is it? It's it's gone as far okay. as I'm. I'm very old. But I, CVS. No, I, I remember Eckerd's. CVS. You don't go over to CVS and get something off the counter. You're going to get something you care about because you're putting it on your lips and it's going to go in your body. So you're Absolutely. you're making something. And That's, and I think you 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 have hair products. Did I see that? We do. Yeah. I don't have hair, but if it, I had some, I'd use your hair products. Hey, I'm a. Uh, <laughs> Everyone knows me as the hat guy, but I'm right there with you. Okay, so. you're a very handsome man. Handsome. You're you're really well groomed. Every time here. every time I see you, you 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 have chiseled features and a beautifully quaffed beard. Uh, yeah, I can chalk that up to ten years in the hair. And ah, damn it! So. You blew my next thing. Second thing I know about you <laughs> is uh, uh you, um, I won't say where uh, you uh you cut hair professionally. You cut hair, right? Um, well, I, I guess I would say I did. Okay. Uh, technically, I am still licensed. I keep my license up just in case. Just in case so this whole thing goes south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not, because I'm I'm not going to lie for as much as I did love the hair industry and working at Alchemy in the capacity that yeah, I did. Yeah, you could do worse than so working. Long. Bailey was on the podcast. I, I saw that. Yeah. She's, you, you she's could one do of worse. my favorite people. Yeah. She, it's hard not to like Bailey. Like she's, if, she's, if you don't, like, if you don't, I don't like you. Yeah. She's so. just, if you look up the definition of sweet in the dictionary, it would be the picture of Bailey giggling. Absolutely. And you, did you, lo- you love that equally? As I, much I, as leather work? I, well, what I was getting leather at was smithing? at Alchemy, I wasn't actually cutting or doing hair. I was okay. in a more clerical position, we we'll oh, call it. Okay. Um, which was, it was great for me because I, you know, I like dealing with people. Sure. And I, I, I got in this weird groove where I was really good at like, you know, wheeling and dealing and I was good on the phone. I came to learn after going to barber school and actually barbering for a few years that uh, I don't think I was cut out for that. So you you got you got your um, your license 
I did. Um, I, I did the exact same thing. I was a massage therapist once a long time ago, <laughs> which is stupid. Would have, would have never guessed. Yeah, really? Would you have never guessed, or would you have guessed? Yeah, I, I, I honestly wouldn't. Have. I. It, it's hard to get those licenses. I mean, I, I, I can't. I've never got my uh, uh, barber license. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah, I, I would. I. But it's hard. Like they, they make it hard. It's not. You can't just walk in there and, and take a guess at these things. There's anatomy and physiology. There's some science. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, uh, so good for you, and good for you for keeping it up, just in case. I honestly do. I'm not worried about you. I don't think you're gonna have to go back to it. I don't think so either. Be and and I, I'll, I hate repeating words, but I'll chalk that all up to uh, to my business partner because he's. Our operation is very symbiotic. Basically, he's the brains and I'm the hands. And and the beauty. Um, and <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. He's like 10 years younger than me. So. Oh, God, I hate kids. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to ask. Like, Let's go back to the thing number one I know about you. If the kids wanted to, to find you online, uh, the, the uh, freehand goods, where, where could they find it? Um, we are on all the, I guess in this day and age, I have to call them major social medias. Sure. There are ones I've never even heard of, apparently. <laughs> okay, you're, but you're on them. Uh, we, we got a Facebook, Instagram. I, we might even have a Twitter account, if that's even still You something. don't use it. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, sure. I, I tweeted, I twatted, <laughs> I, I, I did something, and I, but you guys, have, you guys haven't twatted in, in, in like yeah, a year or I, so. I wouldn't imagine. Which is fine. I don't, I don't know if the children are, are tweeting. Uh, um, and actually, excitingly, along those lines, we... Uh, we have a brand new website, recently redid all our photography, and we finally launched our actual web store within our website. Uh, so and, you know, anyone across the world really can can buy our products. Well, the, the, right the reason I said that was uh, I will put links to all those things in the show notes. So if you're interested well, in freehand goods, I, uh, you can go to my webpage, my Instagram, my Twitter. They're all, they're all be all over the place. Thing number three, I think, uh, thing number three I know about you, two beers, I'm already drunk. The thing number three I know about you is um, you have the word metal tattooed on the inside of your lip. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> I told you, I got people following you, dude. Yeah, why? That's quite a team. Uh-huh. We were looking in your mouth while you were sleeping. <laughs> it, it's honestly an aspect of me that I often forget about. And okay, I'll, because I, you don't look in your mouth often. It'll peek out when I'm you know, flossing or something. Sure. Oh, yeah. I am I'll so check. metal. I floss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant uh, picking my teeth with a dagger. I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, much better than flossing. <laughs> yeah, why? Are you metal? Do you, you um, enjoy metal? Or I, I do. Uh, admittedly, metal music was my first love. Okay. Um, when I found my friend's older brother's uh, Ride the Lightning tape in fourth grade. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was all, uh, I don't want to say downhill from there. It was uh-huh. everything that, that became my life, essentially. That was why I started playing guitar. Um uh, to this day, it's still my most listened, you know, genre of music. What's, what's so funny? Silly. <laughs> You're married, right? I am. Yes. Did, does she know you have the word metal tattooed in your lip? She does. Because she's going to find out now. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and honestly, I think I married her because she was uh, probably one of the first girls I dated that wasn't into metal at all. Okay, good for Very, her. Uh, yeah, yeah, outside she, the spectrum. And she had Olivia Newton John, is she? Maybe not that 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 not metal, but uh, Elton John. But. Oh, that, that that's acceptable. Does it hurt to get your lip tattooed? You know, interestingly, it. Um, 
and I'll say this for anyone that knows him, uh, I got it done by a real driller, Little Joe at Primrose. He's been on the podcast. I like I That's like amazing. It. He's a Freemason. Yeah, he is. It's, which is really weird. I've never, he plays golf also. I'm, I'm yeah. admittedly jealous of that. I've always been very... We should free. become Freemasons. I think you and have I have to get invited, I've heard. I, I can get us in. i got a very powerful podcast I, in the I, area. I know a guy. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know if they'd let you in. You have a tattoo of the word metal. Uh, I mean, I could say it refers to, you know, uh, something... A sword? Mason. I think they, they, yeah, they, they, use, they use swords, don't they? I think. I, I'm not sure. I mean, they're basically the Knights Templar. So. Sure. They, they pretty much control everything. That and the, the skull and bones. Uh, these are three things. Uh, quick. Top three bands, singer-songwriters, or uh, what do I have down here? Or performers. Quick, go. No pressure. Metallica, Queen, The Misfits. Okay. They're, they're solid. You didn't have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd be the first to admit that my musical scope is not very broad. No, but those are those are. I, I I think that kind of is all over. Yeah, that, that's all over the spectrum, more towards the lip metal thing. But I I, I think that that's acceptable. I mean, and, and strangely, they all kind of intertwine. Yeah, a little bit. I can way. see that. I, yeah. I, I only even learned of the Misfits because of Metallica covering Last Caress on the box set. Yeah, yeah. Or, well, on the uh, Garage Days Revisited is where I, I, had, yeah, I had it yeah, on yeah. vinyl. I don't and, mean. and that was, yeah. um, you know, I'm even younger than you. Yeah, a little bit. and uh, <laughs> Like a lot. So I had How actually, I am 36. A lot, yeah. Just, as of October, yes, 36. child. I have pants older than you. <laughs> uh, top three books. You read? Are you a reader? Do you read? You read? I, admittedly, I, I used to be. I was actually an English major at UCF. Okay, so years. you've read a book or two. Uh, top three books. Go, hit me. Um, the num- number one is always the easiest and will always be Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. That's a hard fucking book <laughs> so so i've heard but a there quick was synopsis no 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 it, it, it's uh there's it's, no it's, such thing it's a big thick book right it is yeah it, yeah it took me about uh, eight solid months to get it's through. the war and peace of that kind of book absolutely and her um you know sort of coup de gras okay good word yeah yeah okay you need two more like that i was an english major mr coup de gras um i can't even say that word Wow, uh, it's going to sound silly, but number two would probably be Anthem by Ayn Rand. Okay. Uh, because that was actually the book that really made me realize that I I enjoyed literature and I enjoyed a very verbose writing style. Oh, who doesn't? Um, <laughs> not many, apparently. Okay. <laughs> um, and then and three, I'm going to go with... Uh, Fierce Invalids Home from Hot Climates. I don't even know what that is. What what is what what was that's it? Fierce uh, what? Fierce Invalids Home from Hot Climates. Hot Climates <laughs> is is that's that's the the author. That's the name of the book. It's okay. Tom Tom Robbins. Okay, that, and that that's that's good. It is. He's, <laughs> okay, he's apparently, a very, uh, that's what I hear on the podcast. Know, he's a very like sardonic comedic writer, but um, you're just showing off your vocabulary now. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Literally, all of these words I've used are, are, are words that I always have chambered. Okay, good. Just, that, that, just, that's, in, just in case they ever come up so I sound more intelligent than I look. You should start a podcast. I don't have any of those words. And uh, top three films, movies, quick, go. No pressure. Go, go, uh, go, go, go. All, all three Lord of the Rings. Really? Your generation I'm, loves those things. I, I'm not a movie guy, admittedly. Uh-huh. But I, what, what I will say uh, on those lines is that I actually... Uh, I've been a fan of the Lord of the Rings, uh, the books, since I was in elementary school. See, that's funny because I, I, I also was a fit, the Tolkien the fan, and uh, I hated those films. They made me angry. Those elves are just too fucking pretty. <laughs> it, it, it's I don't. But what do you, Rosie? I think she just discovered her reflection or something in the, in the wall. Uh, Saw a ghost. I, uh, I, 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 they, they made me angry. 
Have, have you been watching Stranger Things? Because the guy who played Bilbo is in Stranger Things now. Is he really? Yeah, he, he actually, I thought he might be blowing out of the water. Well, the, we, we haven't started the second season yet, my wife and I, because we know that uh, it's going to be a binge thing. So we're saving it for a Sunday, which is my only Yeah, you, you, you can you can blow through this in, yeah. in a Sunday, maybe a Sunday and a half, and it's well worth it. Imagine. Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Anyway, Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo? Frodo. Frodo? Uh, Frodo. Frodo is... Uh, Elijah... Is, uh, sure, I, I think so. Yeah, he hasn't aged well. He's not as pretty as you and I. Uh, um, you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions, and this is your chance to ask me the first of the three questions, young man. All right, so I, I'd like to say that these questions were formulated on the basis that I feel like they should reflect me. Okay, good. That's all about you. So these are essentially questions that I would enjoy if somebody asked me. Good. That, that's, you know, there are no right answers. <laughs> there are no right questions. And for anyone that knows me, question number one is going to uh, not surprise them at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you recall... When you saw your first movie boob, um, <laughs> yes, I. Uh, uh, it was a film called Dress the Kill, I think, with Angie Dickinson. Are you familiar with Angie Dickinson? Andy Dick? Uh, no, no, no. That Andy. <laughs> no, no. I, I think it's called Dress the Kill, and it, it was Angie. Angie Dickinson, blonde, and you I know, know the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think that's the name of the film, and, and and we don't we don't look things up. Although I feel like I really want to, and I'm going to look it up after I get, just so I can see that boob again. And I also remember there was Bush in it too. There's a shower scene Ooh. where she she fiddles with herself, wow, and I, I don't even know how I saw it. That's dense. because this is. <laughs> In my head, it was on television. In my head, when I was a kid, I came like I, I frequently would would wake up, or act like I wasn't sleep uh, like going to sleep, and walk down the hall to where my parents were like sitting in the living room. It, this makes my parents sound like horrible people. I had great parents, but I'm old, so I, they were in the living room late at night, smoking cigarettes and drinking bourbon, and apparently watching softcore pornography. <laughs> Uh, That's what uh, you did in the twenties, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was not that old. <laughs> uh, I can't. But this was this was probably seventy seven, seventy eight. But but I don't think there was cable yet. I, I know there wasn't cable, so I don't know how I saw this. But but I I know was Angie, I know she was fiddling with herself in a shower, and she was wet, and and in my head the camera came up, and there were boobies there. <laughs> It was a landmark event in my world. Okay. It sounds it, amazing. It, it really was. We, we should look it up, but we we, don't, we can't because the podcast and the rules I'll that say, I that I'll I set that for myself. One. God damn it! <laughs> um, I'll save that one for later. Yeah, it, I, and I think the next one that comes to mind, and I'm sure I saw more movies in between now that point, Angie Dickinson, and this point, uh, 1981 or 82, Porky's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I I, yeah. Saw quite a few. <laughs> I I I, th- I think the the scene with uh, the sh- shower scene shower, also. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With the dick through the hole. I think Porky's might have been the. But that that was kind of campy and and uh, and that, silly. Whereas this this that's was a tone for camp. This this <laughs> this literally was a scene with a, with a girl rubbing one out. Mm, sensual. In a shower. Yeah. That, that's a good word. That's hot. Yeah. Sensual. <laughs> Sens- sensual. If, if I may, I actually I would like to say mine because. Oh, hit me. Yeah. I find it very amusing. Yeah. Um, for two reasons. Uh, it was summer school. With, um, who's that guy? Well, it was Mark Harmon. Yeah, I like that kid. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I never remember the name of the guy, but he had big eyebrows and he was in a lot of movies in that time, like Miracle Beach and 
Are you talking about the, the two wacky kids who were in, in, in his class, Hacksaw yeah, 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 and... Yeah, they, um, they did like the uh, horror movie Horror films, thing. yeah. Yeah. Um, but the reason I enjoy it so much, A, because it, it, it's funny who's, yeah. who's seen that movie, and B, it was actually also the first time I saw uh, you know, a televised... Booby, booby with uh, with my with my mom in the room. Oh, that's that's awkward, right? Um, How old were you? And it was I was I, I don't know ages. I only know grades. For okay, so you were. In, I was in like first grade. You shouldn't be looking at boobies in first grade. No, I shouldn't yeah. have. And the worst part is that the movie was on. I had previously seen the boob, and I knew it was coming up. And uh, what I'm sure was like incredibly over dramatically, it happened. And I said, Oh my god, my what? What's <laughs> what are those? And she was like, What is this movie? And <laughs> but I let it ride. I, I, how, I how, old is, how old is mom? Is she yeah. around? Mom's around. She is, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, she is not terribly old. 60 she had something. Me when she was 17. So. Okay, so yeah, so she's in her early 60s. Mom is near my age, <laughs> so it's always I'm closer to mother's age than than I am to your age. That that fucks with my head. I'm gonna ask you some questions now. Um, sure. Question number one, and I always put the the questions that that are hard for me to read because I, I don't read well. So naturally, I started a podcast that requires reading uh, at the beginning because I probably will get drunk towards the end. If our conscience. <laughs> this is what always happens. If our conscious does exist as energy and everything in the universe is made of energy, then would it be possible that our conscious could exist outside our physical bodies once they cease to be? I am going to say absolutely only because... Were you expecting a harder or stupider question? Because we're very serious on this one, right? No, I, yeah. uh, I enjoy it, actually. Okay. Um, definitely wasn't expecting I, it. I don't write these research monkeys. Given the uh, you know, previous uh, booby conversation, but... Uh, <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> but, but maybe subconsciously I did know, and that was why I started with that. Yeah. Um, uh, Albert Einstein has, has had similar uh, theories as such. Um, I'm sure everyone's familiar with the, you know, if our if our brain and consciousness worked at you know sufficient capacities, we would no longer have corporeal form. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that movie. Uh, oh, what's it called? Animal House. No, the the guy that's like all white and hairless and. What are you talking about? It's from like the or the 80s. All white and hairless. Oh, oh powder. Oh, powder. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How exactly. did I do that? <laughs> You uh, <laughs> you pulled it from the universe. I have no idea how I did that, and that that had an Einstein quality to it. It, it, it was that exact idea, and that's exactly what happened to him at the end. He uh, was able to somehow utilize his entire brain function, and he turned into pure energy. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, so the answer is yes. Apparently, yes, I believe so. According to Einstein and powder. I uh, well, <laughs> it's a it's a little deeper than that. Okay, but. I. I, I couldn't he bend spoons and shit? Yeah, with his mind. Oh, me too. Um, quest, quest number two. That one. That one went exactly how I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> <I bet. laughs> what? What kind of? Ch- these are dumb. <laughs> uh, what kind of change in social structure and general understanding would happen if a giant? <laughs> it, it sounds smart until I get to this part. Question number two. What kind of change? In social structure and general understanding, would happen if a giant monster attacked? A- attack happened right now in the real world. I honestly <laughs> don't even want to imagine that. Do you think we'd get along, or would it just all all hell break loose? Um, 
Well, I'm sure my hypothesis is different than what the reality would be. According to Independence Day, we would be fine. Or is he, yeah, apparently. But, yeah. Uh, Will Smith's a different dude now, so. <laughs> is he different? I think, is he is he an asshole? Um, that's what I, I had heard coming out as of late, For interestingly enough. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you for going your mouth. <laughs> so, Will Smith's an asshole. I, I considered doing it right into the mic. Nah, um, we're, not, we're not a burp. Every other podcast in the world burps in the mic. We burp <laughs> off mic, but audible. Yeah. Keeps us classy. What about the other end? Sure, you can um, do that. Yeah, just we're a small room. Uh, Fan it. I'm, so Will, Will, Will Smith's an asshole, and uh, the world would go to hell if monsters attacked. I, I think, personally, I think it would because, again, anyone that knows me knows this about me. You love boobies. I'm, well, that's number one. <laughs> okay. Number two is that I'm, uh, oddly enough, when it really boils down to my inner core being, uh, I'm a little misanthropic. Okay. So I, I don't have a lot of faith in most of human society. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'm so glad you came. So I just don't necess- <laughs> I don't see a lot of people getting along, but I, I really want to make myself think that uh, you know, all the all the nonsense would be dropped, and we could come together. But then at the same time, I think everyone's going to think that their plan's the right one, and then they're going to start worrying over what they should do, and then they're going all these factions are going to form, and blah blah blah, and it's going to be The Walking Dead. Yeah, we're we're, we're <laughs> fucked. Yeah, more or less. That's the right answer. Normally there are no wrong answers, but that's the right answer. We're all going to die. Let's hope it doesn't happen. Uh, question number three. I knew what I was getting. Okay. Into. Question number three, and this is kind of a, like a like a you got to put yourself in this head head game. Okay, uh, every time you roll a dice, you get three million dollars, so that's that's good, right? Um, but there's always a but. If it lands on six, you have to go to prison. The big house, uh, Huskow, up the river, you're going there. Clink. You got, you, the clink. You, it, but you got and you got to go for eight years. So you roll a dice. But if it lands on six, you go for eight years. Anything else, you get $3 million. How many times do you roll? Sub-question. If you refuse to roll, how much money would you roll for? Or how much less time in jail? Uh, well, I uh, if I've learned anything about myself in 36 years, it's that I don't have amazing luck. <laughs> So I'm probably just going to not roll at all. You have a five and six chance, really? <laughs> it's eight years. How hard can that be? Hey, if you talk to Michael Yardley, he can attest to this. Who's that? What is Mike? What is a Michael Yardley? Uh, he's part. He's you know one what third of of the VNM guys. Oh yeah, I know those dudes. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and he's been my um, you know male soulmate for the last almost thirty years. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and he, uh, and he, he finds it quite comical how, how bad and awful my luck is. But, uh, <laughs> Your luck is perfect. You're on my podcast. You have a successful business. Well, so, as of late, something apparently has changed, but I definitely am not going to test it by rolling a, a money dice. Okay, so. good for you, I guess. I think. I don't know. It's, it's What was it? Three? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, $3 million. Yeah, man, yeah, that's a fair bit of money, but you can you know, buy a lot of metal goods. Money is in leather goods. So. All right, uh, your your second question, please, young man. Uh, have you ever in your life uh, felt sheer terror, like pure <laughs> terror, um, like unadulterated? You might actually pee your pants, like fully afraid, not like ah, somebody jumped around from you know around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I um. 
I'm very fortunate, and this comes up from time to time, although no one's asked that question, that's a good question. If you frequently get that, you know, uh, what's your favorite band? What would be yeah. what would be your last meal if you're on, on death row kind of questions? That's an impersonation of every other podcast <laughs> guest except for you. You're the best. Real quick, speaking of impersonations, I want to say that I'm a huge fan of the impersonation that Dan does of Tom on Tom and Dan. Are you it, plugging it, another it, podcast on I'm, my podcast? I'm not, but it's... I promise I'm not. You kind of are. Well, I'm going to say it because you, 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 you're familiar with those gentlemen. I have so. no idea who those guys are. <laughs> of course I do. And, and yeah, he, he, um, um, they are good at what they do. What? <laughs> But very specifically, I'm just trying to make because you feel it's bad. so it's uh, impossible. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's so far from the reality of it that it, it makes me laugh. It's a little on point. I mean, it's well, the, the idea of it is, but the actual inflection is is definitely not. What were we, what were we talking about before you brought up the number one podcast so, to my? You realize I'm the number two podcast in a lot of two years do, in a row. I do two years in a row to hey, to yeah, those guys who like in the best. Yeah, t- t- you know the word on the streets here in the podcast community is uh, I'm I'm number one because you can't be number one because yeah oh, do that again oh cool what were we talking about <laughs> um, uh, we were still your 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 second question what was it uh, the terror okay <laughs> you, my terror right then when right in the middle of my podcast right in the middle of it, you you brought up the, the second the, the first best podcast I don't I, I'm very I'm very lucky in the fact that. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, I uh, not a lot of bad things have happened to me, I, and and that's uh, I don't know if I have wood to knock on. There's some cheap frames right there. Um, I, uh, I not a lot of horrible horrible things. I, I've had brushes with cancer. That's kind of fucking scary. Uh, yeah, and it turned out everything was fine. My nuts are still where they need to be, and everything's working appropriately. But but for a hot <laughs> minute, I thought I thought my nuts were gonna rot off, and, and I was gonna die. Rot like a, off. A That's slow, a, painful nut rotting death. Well, rotting off is a little a, a little worse. Have you ever found a lump on your nut? Because it's it's very frightening. I mean, it's not it's not uh, uh, terrorist attacking not, not. Jason coming into your bedroom while you're sleeping, but it, it's still it's. It's the kind of scary where you think your nuts are going to rot off in, on a Friday night and you can't get into a doctor for two weeks after that Friday night. That, that's uh, that's yeah. like real uh, reality terror. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't call it terror, but it, it's uh, it's scary if that's what, if, if that's what you're thinking about. Uh, I, I've never had that kind of terror. I, I, I told you about a bad drug experience I had recently, and that, 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 was, that was frightening. But I, I've never had any real terror in my life. Thank God. I, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I have, no, have again, you had terror? Was it frightening? With the boogeyman? Was the boogeyman? Um, <laughs> again, you know the uh, the impetus behind the question okay. is. Uh, you you, you said know, these are all about you, which I appreciate. One, yeah. This whole podcast is about me. Like it's all, I, it's all just bring people to my house and see what I can do. Yeah, so, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to shed a little you're, you're, spotlight on me. Over okay, here, I, so. I know, but, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I care. Well, I, trust me, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, it's, it's about you. So you had dare in your life recently? Did you have nut uh, cancer? Well, I, I hope not. It's, now it's you're going to make me sound like a jackass. But, okay, okay. Because uh, yours was real. Like a hemorrhoid or um, something? No, that's just a child's play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
No, and it, it it's because it's funny. Okay, the te- <laughs> hemorrhoids the, are kind of funny. The time that I if you don't have non cancer, that's actually funny too. I, I, yeah, yeah, preferable. <laughs> go, go ahead. Uh, there was one one time in my entire life I felt absolute like sheer terror, uh, and again, it's because it's a funny thing. But it was uh, <laughs> it was the movie Signs. Okay, the Alien movie with. Uh, I think Mel Gibson did it. And, uh, um, um, and, um, uh, Phoenix, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Um, That's fun to say. And it's it's the, when they uh, the very first time they actually full on show the alien. He walks past, and, and it's well, it wasn't that 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 yeah. started it. Okay, and then that you know that builds the suspense. Yeah, but then it's when it, boom, it flashes right to it, and it's standing there doing this weird hover thing, and it's holding a child in its hands. When it showed that alien. It was, I think, I don't know if it was the unexpected or that I had this weird thing with aliens, which we will get to. Okay, good. I was hoping hoping that would come up. But uh, aren't we all? (laughs) Um, But it was about maybe three seconds. I I was, uh, you know, like the seat clenching terror. Like, (gasps) just just for reference sake, you were like nine when this came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. No, we we, we were 14, 15. I, I. no, I was in college. Really? <laughs> Pussy. Straight, straight up. See, that? that's why it's a funny story. And you saw it in the theater? Did, did, did you pee I, a little? I did. <laughs> I, I, I didn't pee that, that I recall. Okay, good. Thankfully, because I was actually on a date. But, okay, good. Uh, yeah. Did you scream like a girl? No, I couldn't even. Even yeah. if I wanted to. that was It was like, honest, like my guts locked up. Like... <laughs> You should write a letter to the director and, and tell him. And then it was immediately gone. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I'll be contacting Mel Gibson about anything. Was, was he the director of that film? He, he was, yeah. Is he an asshole? <laughs> who, who, what, what, we were talking about another asshole that's, earlier. Uh, that's not a serious question, is it? Because <laughs> I, I think he might not have been an asshole for a little bit. He lost his mind a little bit, right? Yeah, it definitely seemed like uh, you know he was really riding a high for a good what two decades maybe yeah yeah uh, and then that whole thing happened with the, the maid or whoever it was oh, yeah that was bad cussing her out and then it was kind of yeah yeah weird have that. you seen the movie the beaver i have not it's not a bad film i, I contemplated a terrible response yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah well, well this one has no it. this has no gibson in, in it it wasn't that one no <laughs> no it's uh it's after he lost his mind i think it might have jody jody foster in it i think and it's one of those i think it they they uh they made the film before he went crazy and then he went crazy and they put it out and it's not a bad film um i'm not defending mel gibson by any stretch of the imagination but uh uh, uh mad max i'll just leave it at that mad max well, is, yeah. is a good fucking fucking film when i was i'm sure you're gonna get mad at this but when i was in i'm middle, not gonna get mad at anything i love you when i was in oh thank you <laughs> okay uh, you're you're pretty all right yourself. I have my moments. Yeah. I uh, when I saw Braveheart in middle school, uh-huh. uh, I was completely enamored with it. He was really pretty and in Braveheart. Me, yeah. He looked great. He had a dress sound, on, really cool hair. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that was how I learned. It was how, a kilt. How a Scottish yeah. accent works. Freedom. Yeah. So it's like, you know more like a, all of you. Always have. I want to go. Always will. Yeah, that, 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 the opening scene when he's a little Mel Gibson. <laughs> he, he, I want to go. I want to go. I, all the time. Like when, when my, my wife is in L.A. right now, when she laughed, I went, I want to go. <laughs> but I but, couldn't because I'm poor. Yeah, um, It's very sing-songy. Yeah, yeah a little bit. And there was actually one line in it that uh, me and my you know, aforementioned best friend, Michael Yardley, uh, we, we used it uh, out of context 
as, as a joke for many, many years. And it's when one of the bigger guys says, I could crush you <laughs> like a worm. And we would, like a what? Like a worm, but he says, like a worm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of groundkeeper's willy groundkeeper willy and i mean that's absolutely what, yeah, it, is, yeah. what it is um but we would change the words so, of course why not uh we should say uh, like uh for example um i'm gonna go to the bank to donate sparam <laughs> stuff like that like really juvenile uh i'm going to the salon to get a param <laughs> but we did that for five years easily <laughs> who wouldn't <laughs> who wouldn't <laughs> um uh, many I, people I'm i sure. lost my place um oh hey, hey here's a commercial what are you doing tonight the answer should be little indies located right next to will's pub in the Mills 50 district at 1036 Mills Avenue. Open conveniently seven days a week from four till two o'clock in the morning. Craft cocktails, craft beer in a very cool laid back surrounding. Stuff going on seven days a week. This Sunday at Sliders, Sours and Bingo with our friend Bailey. On the fourth, it's a end of prohibition party with the 9th Street Stumpers. On the 5th, it's Jazz with the Absence Jazz Trio. Go check them out right next to Will's Pub. Open seven days a week. Little Indies, tell them we sent you. And we're back. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> See, normally I, I would do a whole live commercial, but I figured out that doing these things I drink a lot, and then you, your sponsors don't like it when you stumble through commercials. With, hey, with come the, on down to Pub 44. <laughs> no, you're much better at podcasting than I am, or you drink less. Um, question number four for you. What's the quickest way to, to tell if a person secretly dislikes you? Uh, I mean... I like to think that over everybody likes you, but assume me time. No, not, not everybody. Um, you know, over this, this a certain span of time, I feel like I've become a very good uh, sociological interpreter uh-huh. because I spent so much time just observing. And uh, for me, it, it, it's usually obvious right from the get go. Um, and it seems like it's very simple things, body language, uh, you know, the, the way somebody's <laughs> this is, this eyes is a, are focused. This isn't good. <laughs> like I'm sitting with my body to the, you know, you know what's funny is, uh, oh yeah, your, your cross-legged position yeah, yeah, really looks like you well, hate my guts. Well, you know what's funny is I, I, I've kind of learned doing this that, I, that I'm supposed to mask your body language to make you feel comfortable. But oddly enough, I, I I actually feel really comfortable. Like we were engaged, we have eye language going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. But actually. but I actually kind of just sit like this because I'm a weirdo. What's so a good thing? okay, because I'm sitting like okay, a. So we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get comfortable. Okay, so hooker. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like uh, in uh, what was so uh, body language and uh, you 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 were saying that that uh, people no. tend to land like you. Interesting. <laughs> well. well we won't even get into that, but yeah, you seem really charming to me. A lot of times, well, I'm, I'm not sitting like you anymore. It's I'm not good at it's okay. It actually okay. made me feel weird. <laughs> yeah, so, no, because my nuts are hanging out. I'm sitting like a maniac. So. <laughs> you have a jumpsuit on. Um, yeah, and I, I was hoping that was going to come up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring it up. So, uh, body language and uh, body language, and, and interestingly enough, uh, where somebody's uh, focus lies. Uh-huh. Um, people don't often make uh you know positive and like you know light-eyed eye contact with you when they uh 
when when they don't want to hear what you're saying or they already you know they're okay. <laughs> already <laughs> yeah if i ever got to look like that in the store i would probably just cower <laughs> get, get away. out sorry <laughs> so you, you can read when people don't like you i can um and it's almost even become this sort of like a i don't know a mutant power that I, I know when somebody's not going to like me before they even start talking to me. Yeah. Um, because uh, so much of life is, uh, you know, the same, what, six repeated events, essentially, it seems. You think so? In, in, a, in a, a very loose way, but um, at least as far as I'm concerned, you have to think I spend, you know, 70 hours in the same place every single week doing the same thing all day. So I'm only really ever going to have so many... Uh, varied f- modes of interaction with people. <laughs> I, I hope everybody likes you. I like you. Well, they, <laughs> it's because of the whole no custom thing. Everybody assumes that because I'm the leather guy that I can and will do anything that they want in you know the wild uh, in their imagination. Uh-huh. And people get like very very personally offended when I tell them that I don't do custom work. As if I said, oh, yeah, but I'm not going to make that for you. Yeah, see, that, but that, but that, that's the thing is you guys have your thing. You do it really, really well. And that's yeah. That, that's where that's what I like to think. But uh, I don't know when people get so, you know, it's uh, I don't know. I, I, I try not to talk about it too much because then I get riled up and, uh, and I sound like I hate everyone in the world and I don't want to sound like that. But we, we love you. Even though I do. I love you, sir. <laughs> I love you. It's always creepy with headphones on. on it. I love you. Well, that's because you can actually hear a whisper. It's really fucked up. Yeah, it, screaming it, a whisper. And my my dozens of people who listen to this podcast can hear us in our love between us. Why are you you you're wearing a red jumpsuit and and it, it's it's kind of a <laughs> I, I work on Volvo's quality to it, but uh, I, I noticed it and and then I forgot about it because I've been drinking. Is this what you wear at work? <laughs> it is actually. It's it's our newly introduced uh, official uniform jumpsuit my, line. My yeah. partner and I both. Both wear it. It's a hilariously a short sleeved okay. uh, Dickies onesie, basically. Sure, it zips you know all the way up from the crotch to the neck. You got underwear on? And uh, I do. Yeah. Okay, is that? Are you wearing not, shorts under there? Not much or, else. Or is, to be honest, are you so you don't you just wear you just wear underwear on that, and then uh, you don't wear shorts my, underneath my my shirt. I, I initially my plan was to keep it at work, you know, show up in you know basketball shorts and a t shirt. But right when we got these, it was when it uh, got, you know, quote unquote cold. Yeah. And I didn't want to wear just basketball shorts and a t-shirt on <laughs> yeah. my hour long drive to work. So. Oh, yeah. You live like uh, in um, um, Eustace or something. Where do you live? You don't have to tell anybody, but you live far away, right? Claremont. Okay. The yeah. very west end of Claremont. Yeah. Almost Groveland. It's, so. it's kind of cool out there. It's kind of like, you, you could, it's God's country. Where, where, where we are? <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I mean, anyway, it is. Yeah. It, it's become a little more populated than it was in years past you, got, so you guys got an outback steakhouse out there i've seen oh, it we've, we've had that yeah. <laughs> but but that's that essentially sums it up yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's like the reti- the new retirement capital of the world so. the, is that big tower out there the citrus tower citrus tower yeah is that still a thing there's lots of wasp up there it is actually and interestingly enough the barbershop that i worked at in claremont was uh maybe a hundred feet away from that well, that's same, exciting the same plaza yeah you can say look for the look for that citrus tower get your haircut i i took probably the wasp i took probably like 40 now embarrassing uh like sunset pictures of the citrus tower when i first got that job there are no embarrassing sunset pictures i love a sunset like, picture wow, look at this amazing you know what stupid sunrise pictures question number six 
left to themselves, will human children develop basic math skills? No. Well, you think so? I don't believe so. I, so I know nothing about kids. Are you going to have kids? Do you have kids? You don't have any kids, do you? We don't. Are you going to have um, children? We're always back and forth on You should it. get a vasectomy. They're pretty cool. We, ha- we have a... <laughs> From the poster boy for vasectomy. No comment. <laughs> so you haven't had... You ha- you've had one. No, you haven't had one. No, no, no. Oh, they're, they're cool. No, they're, I haven't. You, you don't have to work on them. Sounds rad. It's pretty fun um, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. We we have thirteen nephews and nieces, my wife and I. So we definitely get our fix. And yeah, they, they range from you know literally born last year up to now in you know ninth grade. Is your wife cool? She's awesome. Pretty, pretty she's, girl. She's gorgeous. She's my best friend. Uh, nicest person I've ever. You met. said you've been married for a, for a little while too, right? Uh, yeah, seven years together. Oh, good for you. For Congratulations. Nine. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I saw the wedding picture. You wore a cowboy suit and a hat. I did. Yeah. I, I wore the Texas oil tycoons. Uh, <laughs> you look crazy. Gaucho <laughs> tuxedo. And she was okay with that? Oh, she loved it. Yeah. We, uh, we Initially, we, we bonded over uh, like a secret love of country music. Okay. Well, well, it's like country music or country western or Brooks and Dunn? Um, well, for, for her... Um, it was more, you know, modernish country. Oh, Me. why do you marry her? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure she looks well, nice. Yeah. Th- there's a very, a very good reasoning behind that. And it's Shania Twain. She actually only liked the new country that I also like, which is very, very, very little. Okay. Um, but having come from the family that I did, which was uh, you know, incredibly redneck, very country. I was born in Plant City, Florida. So I wouldn't get redneck from you at all. Yeah. Well, it's been, uh, you know, my, like I said, my, it was very young time in my parents' life when I was born. Oh, you said your mom was like youngish. She was, yeah, yeah. Um, not even yet twenty, and uh, so you know, obviously, as per that, my parents were, you know, uh, very quickly divorced as soon as oh. I was born. Yeah, so yeah. I was, it's always just been my mom. Um, but we left, you know, Plant City and came here to technically Winter Park, the big city. Um, so it all kind of faded out, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I always loved that part of my family. I love going back to you know Grandma Daniel's house and doing all the southern four wheelers and fishing and gator hunting and <laughs> I like what you said gator hunting. I love uh, gator hunting. Yeah, I, I still love all of that, and that's always part of me. And she was uh, very very into country western, like old old country. See, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's roots like, rock. I mean, that's that's, that's the that's the blues, like, uh, and that, that that that's that that they all kind of intertwine if you really look at it. And absolutely, that stuff's cool. It's that shiny new country that kind of is just messed up. Yeah, I mean, it's not even really country anymore. So, hey, here's a commercial. Orlando Meats, a family-owned whole animal butcher shop and restaurant, born out of a deep appreciation for truly great food. They're a nose-to-tail butcher shop carrying everything from popular steak cuts to fat, bones, and organ meat. The other half of Orlando Meats is a fast, casual eatery serving breakfast, lunch dishes six days a week from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Located at 728 Virginia Drive. Give them a call if you have any questions. 407 958 Zero, seven, zero, zero. Orlando meets. Tell them that we sent you. And we're back. Your third question. Third question. Yes, uh, sir. As I said, this was going to come up. I would like to know your thoughts. Hopefully, you know about this on ancient aliens. Um, I'm trying to see how long I can do that. Um, ancient 
aliens. I, I'm seeing Dune in my head for some reason. No, uh, I, 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 ancient aliens who came in before biblical times. I'm filling up space. <laughs> ancient aliens. Wow, I think you might have stumped me. Ancient. Do you have a, a, a another question? Ancient aliens. I have no thoughts on ancient aliens. I, I well, it's um. Bring some more. Give me a hint. Well, it's uh. <laughs> It, 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 I, in 115 or whatever po- uh, episodes, I've never said, give me a hint. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Well, it's a, it's actually not only an old, relatively old uh, a theory, but it's also the name of a television show. Okay. You know, on uh, A&E or something, ho- hosted by this like maniacal guy named Giorgio Sukalos. Of course. And he has this, you know, crazy charged out hair. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, very, very wide-eyed. And, okay, uh, yeah. Believes and, everything wholeheartedly. What, what, what's the, what's the, uh, the, 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 the school of thought on ancient aliens? The idea is that uh, all of recorded human history as we know it uh, uh, basically exists because... You know, uh, visitors from otherworldly uh, pyramids existence. Yes, exactly. Okay, I know this. And then you know, okay. the aliens came and basically uh, gave us technology and helped us. Uh, but somehow do we all forgot. these things. Yeah. Um, and you know, there there's not a whole lot of like super uh, harsh evidence of it. But you know, there's a couple of random hieroglyphs and old, very old paintings here and there that appear to have some sort of like the spaceship in the background. Okay. Um, and, and weird, uh, very, very specific, random things like uh, certain uh, uh, marks that are on, you know, these massive blocks of granite that create uh, monoliths like the pyramids or anything like that, <laughs> okay. that uh, have been analyzed and uh, apparently have uh, what could only be uh, uh, saw marks on them, like circular saw type marks. Oh, okay, on so them. not that, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Technology that um, wasn't around at that that point. Yeah, and and actually, if you've have you ever seen the movie Prometheus? No, I would never watch that. Oh, it's amazing. Is it about ancient aliens? It, it, um, that's the basic premise of it. That okay. that movie is based on the book from this, I believe, early seventies that started this whole theory called Chariots of Fire. I know Chariots of Fire. Maybe not. I don't. Is that with the boys running down the beach? Dun 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 dun. <laughs> no, it's someone not. in my audience is going to get that. I just showed it's my age. It's it's not a. There was a film called *Chariots of Fire*. Of, uh, of you know fiction. It's not like a story. It's like a. You know, oh, so this a, is a theory book. Oh, oh so the *Chariots of Fire* is also a movie with boys running down the beach. Probably. I think the Renazis involved. I'm not I sure. Have, we don't look things up. I have never heard of it otherwise. It's so. not very good, if I remember correctly. There, Angie Dickinson. There's no bush in it. Yeah, or titties, boobies. I think we call them boobies. You like this Dickinson lady? Yeah, see, it's in it's in the back of my head, and I didn't think about it <laughs> until you brought it up. And now my wife's not home, and I'm a little bit horny. So Our whole lives that, are yeah, subconscious. I am going to look it up. Like a, <laughs> when when you leave. Oh, like I told you, I was too. Pants around the ankle. Just uh, not. Yeah, not not around you. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you do have a jumpsuit <laughs> on, and that's messed up. Um, the zipper goes down pretty far. Does it really? How do you pee in that thing? It does it go down? Well, do you have to take it off or? Is, is there a separate zipper? No, very thankfully, it's a dual zipper. So there's a zipper yeah. that comes up from the bottom. So what what if you have to poop? Then I got to take the whole thing off. So do you, it's do you, very annoying. Do you have to like drop it to the floor? Yep. <laughs> so you, you, you no take option. your jumpsuit on and you drop it to the floor in a public restroom? And, and the East End markets, you could do worse than poop in, in public in the East End. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, but It's no barbecue bars. So. Yeah. <laughs> 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 trying to think if... Uh, 
Which, which I, on the record, I'll say I've never done. Never Wait. number two at barbecue bar. <laughs> no, not barbecue bar. Um, go lounge. I didn't poop there. <laughs> it's it's a long story. I'll tell you later. But uh, I, I I went in the bathroom with my girlfriend, my wife to be, and another girl came in and pooped in front of us in the go lounge oh. one time, that which was That'll, uh... which was oddly erotic. I don't, I don't know because <laughs> she was talking to us and pooping. It was sort of hot. I mean, obviously. Yeah, because I don't. I don't even know. She just kind of ran in and started pooping, and she it didn't was really. Need to be said. She was really, really attractive, uh, or maybe not. I don't know because I was drunk and <laughs> there was a girl pooping in front of me that wasn't my wife, and so, so the jumpsuits are hard to poop in. Elvis, if Elvis had to poop, do you think he dropped it to the ground like like you do? He seems like the type of guy that would. Uh wait till he was either home or would only do it in a specific location there's only a couple places i can poop here mostly here and i'll I'll poop like 10 times a day i'm very 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 regular the millennium all fibrous yeah i I don't know what it is i don't even think it's that (laughs) can i have some of this scotch yeah please if you want to pour me a glass uh, uh, like a finger there's not much there um maybe then the conversation will get good (laughs) in lowercase in parentheses (laughs) i did that on purpose air quote the millennium all um oh (laughs) see these mics aren't bad they're for shitty fucking mics that was what i thought yeah um the millennium all here I'm trying to think of the other place I pooped. I think that might be it. It's something about the Millennium Mall makes me poop. It's it's nice. It's, it's clean in there. It's a clean place. I actually worked at the Millennium Mall. For did you really? A little did, while. Did you pour me some? Oh, you, I didn't know you wanted it. I, you know, I could rewind the thing. And you it, told me it was where, a shitty I, scotch. So. Yeah, it's 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 the <laughs> best eighteen dollar bottle of scotch. <laughs> it's it's twelve years old. How do you drink your scotch? Do you want an ice cube? Uh, generally, I actually don't drink scotch. I'm okay. more of a single barrel bourbon type oh, of guy. Oh, you fancy boy. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's certain complexities. Have, that, have uh, you been to Kentucky? Give me that. Give me that. You want a toast? Yes, sir. There we go. Thank you for coming. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Aren't these the best glasses in it the world? It hasn't been the worst night ever. Yeah. Aren't those great? You, you see the glasses? I'm so proud of these. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, wow. Honestly, some of my best memories from... Church Street, or the exchange uh-huh. at Church Street Station. Yeah. Rosie and Gritty, because my grandmother would take me there, and it was like a, a fancy night out. These are uh, Church Street Station. If you're in Orlando, you know Church, or if you've been in Orlando for a while, you know Church Street. And I tend to hang out in thrift stores a lot, and occasionally I'll find one of these things, and I absolutely love them. So it's not bad scotch, right? It's not horrible. You've had worse things in your mouth, I bet. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded terrible. Not you seem so nice that to much me. Worse, yeah, um, ancient aliens. I, I don't believe in them. I, uh, <laughs> I I won't necessarily say I do or don't, but I I just really enjoy the theories. I guess I'm I'm a bit of a fan of conspiracy theories in general. Oh, yeah, but not not a believer in them. I just like hearing other people talk about I, them. I think there is more of a chance that ancient aliens were here than most religious stuff. I'll, leave, I'll just leave it there. Are you religious, dude? Not at all. Okay, good. I'm 100% with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, question number seven. And uh, here's the thing. Where This is episode, what did I say, 114 or something? Not, uh, thank you. you. You know what's going on. Uh, I've spent the last year and a half just kind of bitching that no one emails me and emails me questions or comments or anything. And, and uh, then I went for like three weeks and didn't check my email for no apparent reason other than I'm just lazy and bad at podcasting. And some people have emailed me. So uh, uh, 
if you want to email me a question or something or a comment or you, or just hate mail, knock yourself out. Uh, if it's hate mail, I'm not going to read it. But if you got something nice to say, I will read it. Uh, send it to scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. And, and if it doesn't suck, we will read it on the podcast. So here here's an email. This doesn't happen often. So... Uh, Get Wait, ready. was this specifically sent in because I was coming? No, no, just the, the, this, this happened like three weeks ago, and I've just been too lazy to, well, to check my email. I want to kill myself. No, 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 here's the question. Don't you just love jumpsuits? No, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it says, hi. Uh, that's a pretty good start. That's it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first time emailer, long time listener, so that's funny. Uh, rather than ask anybody else, I figured I would throw this out to you guys uh, so maybe you could help. Is there any way to get rid of black circles under my eyes? And there's three question marks. It goes on. Is it possible? Question mark. I'm a guy in his early 20s, and it's starting to freak me out. I've noticed bags and dark circles under my eyes. Is there a natural way to get rid of them, even if it's not permanent? I've heard of using ice under my arm, eyes or baking soda. I've been really, it's been really affecting my self-esteem. I've even gone so as far, so far as stealing a little of my girlfriend's makeup and trying it out for a minute. And then I decided to, it looked ridiculous, jumped in the shower and washed it off. Anyway, do you think you guys can help me out? Should I take vitamins or something? This is so random. Uh, am I stuck like this? I thank you for any advice. I really appreciate it. Keep up the good work. And this is my favorite part. It's signed Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> so hire something to help me really lie. So 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 um. Uh, do you get circles on your eyes? You work a lot. You spend seventy hours a day a week in uh, in the old store. The jumpsuit on. I I, I, I get them, and, and I've noticed. That the older I get, because I'm, I'm a little older than you, I'm starting to get like wrinkles and shit around my eyes. And uh, do you get black lines to get the, the black puffy puffy eyes? Because uh, uh, Rocky Raccoon, uh, it's fun to well, say. First, I would like to ask, how did you possibly get into a position where somebody uh, felt that it was a good idea to write in and ask you this question? I've been begging for <laughs> emails. <laughs> it's like I, a very uh, specific. I, 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 you know, I, 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 you heard the thing. If you have a problem, something going on in your life, and uh, mi- so. mi- Mr. Raccoon uh, had decided may, may, maybe I, I was the man to hit up. Um, do you have this problem? Do you think is there is there a solution? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, Mr. Raccoon. I, from what I understand, if you take tea bags. And put them on your eyes. That will get rid of at least the puffy eyes. I don't, yeah, know, the, I don't know why I know that. It's the the tannins in the tea. Okay, so um, we're, we're both on board on, of this. You know, be a molecular level as far as your whatever skin cells and. Um, but the the reality of it is, there's there's really two main things. One of them uh, is genetics. Okay. Um, some people are just genetically prone to that, and there's just unfortunately not a whole lot you can do about it. So you're calling Rocky ugly. <clears throat> <laughs> You're calling one of them. <laughs> I mean, he, he could be a beautiful man otherwise. Okay. He just has these just this uh, puffy, you know. disgusting eyes. <laughs> um, but the, the other thing, too, uh-huh. or I, I guess the additional uh, number two is... Um, he said number two. That there's uh, <laughs> the poop. Is that there's... Uh, I'm just playing along. The quick fixes aren't what you want to go for. What you want to do is address the underlying problem, which is so often the case with anything skin or hair related. Um, and something like, 
you know, a dark, sagging, you know, circle-laden eyes. Uh, that is a result of lack of sleep and lack of water. Okay. <laughs> so address those problems internally, and you'll... Uh, you should be good again, you're, unless it's genetic. Then you are just uh, just fucked. You're you're fucked. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I love how seriously you took that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting because technically I'm in that world. You know, I, I I make cosmetics as part of my living. So I've had to do all this research to know like what oils do what and what's good, what's bad, what can go on your skin, what can't, what's illegal. You know, there's there's a lot of regulation to it apparently. I'm so glad I saved this. It's been sitting in my email box for a while. And you had a definite answer. I was just going to make fun of him. Yeah, because that's what we do. We make fun of our... We beg for emails. Grow a pair, wussy. <laughs> look like a man. Men uh, have black eyes Hey, if you want to email us something, you can email us over at skazigoodconversation at gmail.com. And I won't be able to answer anything. I, I'll just make fun of you. But somebody in, in the green chair will will probably have an answer. And, or just uh, email me questions. Yeah, right, uh, where, right where, now. Where can we email right you? At, at, uh, uh, I'm Seth at freehandgoods.com. <laughs> because uh, go for it. it. He's probably going to start a a, a, a a podcast. Uh, question number eight: Who do you know that I don't know? Who brings something to our little community? Somebody who brings something to Orlando, much like yourself. A mover, a shaker, somebody who does something, something, somebody who makes Orlando a better place. Well, uh, don't say Jason Salduti. <laughs> well, I can't because he, he lives live, in Tampa. He doesn't even live here anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I but mean, it, technically, but it, neither do I. But 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 if he if he did, he would make Orlando a better place. Oh, hey, make it a delicious place. There, there are three people who are listening who know what we're talking about, but it's... <laughs> this one's for you, Matt Duke. <laughs> um, uh, well, I mean, I'm going to assume you are familiar with Kareem Gamicha. I don't know who that is. What is that? It's a fun... Gamicha is a great word. It's, a, it's her last name. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, when I tell you who she is, you'll know what she does, but uh, since you apparently don't know her personally, I'm going to run with it. Uh, Kareem owns Alchemy. Oh, I, I'd say some, um, 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 yeah, that, that name's come up. Uh, I honestly, um, I think she does awesome things for this city. I know that, you know, she's known for alchemy and alchemy is what she does and it's her whole life. But, uh, she's really done a lot for, uh, people like me. I worked at alchemy for almost 10 years. Um, and you know, she, she takes on, uh, she, she hires so many apprentices. She trains so many people and she's so adamant about, um, you know, when somebody has a light, you know, uh, helping them make that light shine, even if they don't know how. She's really amazing with that kind of stuff. And so many of us ex-alchemites have gone on to do these type of things. Ex-alchemites sounds like a religion. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it more or less is, to, to be honest, um, you know, it, I know people have their certain, uh, uh, you know, ideology that they've created in their own head about what alchemy is all about. Um, but it was it was my family for the longest time, and I know who and what we are and what we're about. And it's uh, you know it's not quite as uh, lofty as so many people. It, seem to it's think it nice is. that you refer to yourself as part of that family still, which which speaks volumes about what what she's built as a business. And I'm familiar with it. Like I, you know, I, I, I I've told you we, we've had people in here who work there, and and uh, they consistently are winning awards in the city, and and they, they are kind of like a, just their own little thing up there on Edgewater. So absolutely, yeah, and, yeah, it, it, and again, she she. 
she does a lot of things, uh, you know, uh, extra salon, you know, uh, extracurricularly um, as far as events around the city, bringing other artists together, uh, you know, for an alchemy event that have nothing to do with hair or anything like that. Um, and, and she is one of the, you know, one of the very shining examples of, you know, the few of uh, that there are that are doing something big like that, that are truly... Uh, trying to put Orlando on the making a difference national map, which know, is like kind of what we do, you know. Very, yeah, you know, as opposed to like, okay, you know, I started in Orlando, but now I'm just going to go to New York. Yeah, that's a, you know, I'm sick of being a, a big fish in a small pond. Um, they, you know, really want to make this place amazing. You know, Kareen, Tommy Mott, uh, Susan Buttery, and you know, everyone in the Milk District, everyone in Mills Fifty. Uh, it's been the same you know, group of a fairly, fairly small amount of people for quite That's some time. That's an underlining theme of the podcast is we've had a renaissance in the last 10, 15 years. Absolutely. Where like art people are. Now, and I wouldn't even say art, just, just people making something, making interesting things with their hands and, and, you know, and making art. Absolutely. You know, and, and what you do is art and what Kareen does is art. And, and it, you just giggle. But what, what you do is art. You, you make something beautiful that will, will last for a lifetime and that That's most true. people can't make. And, and, and people can appreciate it on both a physical level and like use it, which is great. You know, and don't sell short what you do. There's and uh, not that I'm the be all the end all measuring stick by what by what is good in Orlando, but there's a reason you're in here. I I, I met you. I if saw, I don't get rich, I'm blaming it on you. <laughs> I, I've ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I we we we've we've come into our own. We're not just Disney. And you know, honestly, uh, that is coupled with um, 100% uh, an actual growing appreciation for that. Yeah. For, for that kind of art. Um, and I, I honestly, I don't know where it came from or what what you know spawned it. If it has to do with if it's a generational thing, you know, if there's actually something positive coming out of millennials. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man. No, no um, you're not. But uh, it's a uh, it's it's been a very uh, a wonderful and genuine thing, and I honestly wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. Uh, without it because I've been doing what I do for 10 years and it was never a career for me do you love it I love it more than anything good I live the dream every day and good for you that's a huge part of what makes it so easy to have to drive an hour every day here and every day home remind the kids where, where they can go to get what you do uh, we are I guess I'll call it our flagship store sure uh, you know brick and mortar location right in the East End Market um, well worth the drive even if you're not going to visit you but but apparently yeah. we have we have a lot of people that come up i mean from miami because they saw us on instagram and, yeah yeah i mean i'm sure they're here for other things as well but they they always make it a point to tell me oh you know I, i've been following you on instagram for a while i've been really wanting to come check your store out and it's it's one of the most amazing feelings um especially being that you know that i was a musician for so long and um you know, never really much made it out of Orlando for the most part. So, uh, you know, there was never that like, uh, you know, we're playing in another state and people are here to specifically see you us. You recorded a record in uh, Seattle I didn't or something. Know this was going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can go there. You yeah, you recorded did. a record with the uh, the we dudes did. from MXPX. We did. My career uh, recorded and uh, you know produced an do album. Do you have the tattoos? I do. Yes, right here. <laughs> And see, you know, here's the thing. Uh, you know, to all my brothers at THU, I love you guys. You know that. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure I was vocal about it, and I'm pretty sure you knew as it was happening that I was the guy in the band that did not want to get this tattoo. <laughs> it's a great tattoo. I uh, but the main reason I was mostly okay with it is because I had a fair hand in writing some of the music. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and but also I actually drew this. Let's see. This I, is my, I, see, my I, artwork, I, I like so. it. it I, I honestly think it's a great tattoo. My buddy Matt has one. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and uh, um, um, Jason, Jason Ludi has one. And, uh, and and we got it while we were there recording. And this was obviously, at least at the time, what we thought was going to be a huge milestone in our musical careers. Yeah, yeah. But even in general, in in our lives, it was an amazing thing to have done. Um, uh, but one of my favorite parts is that you know we got it while we were there, you know a couple of days afterward they were healed up, and that uh, we went to a bar with Mike Carrera uh, to see this band that was going to be his backing band for some country project he was going to do. Tumble down. Yeah, that that was exactly it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry for sounding like I had no clue what it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, you were surprised I did. <laughs> I, I, I'm very hip, very I, very hip for an old guy. I would have never remembered that yeah, if yeah. I was left to my own device. But uh, we, so this bar we were at, we actually got us uh, the whole band bought a round of shots because holding it upside down, we told this one guy wearing a hockey jersey that it was an NHL tattoo. <laughs> Because that's what it looks like upside down. And he was so drunk and stoked that we had hockey tattoos that he bought us all shots. Well, there you go. Um, (laughs) Made it worth it. There will be links to all your stuff in my show notes. I want to thank you for coming. I want to thank you for coming in. Uh, I want to thank my buddy CJ Mask. He no longer lives in Orlando. It makes me sad. He's in Nashville. Tennessee. He he wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. He always says uh, he likes the beginning, the first part of the podcast, but he likes the second part. The second song we play at the end even better. It's a little so he f- likes when it's over. Yeah, well, well he, he wrote the music <laughs> at the end. It's much better than the podcast. Uh, and uh, so listen all the way through that. And he produces, he uh, he records, he, he runs sound. If uh, you're interested in having him work with you, get at me and I'll, I will take care of you. I want to remind you that this episode and every episode is brought to you by Orlando Meats. Go in there get something get it get some meat they they actually they're a butcher and a restaurant get the burger they are located at 728 virginia drive in orlando tell them that we sent you little indies up in the uh the the, uh, mills 50 district cocktails yummy beers in a super hip section of town right next to wells pub at 1036 mills avenue tell them that we sent you my favorite beer bar in the world red light red light beer parlor 300 different kinds of beer 2810 Kareem drive look at the menus because seth made them and la femme du fromage in the east end market they are a sponsor also right up the street from red light red light cheese delicious cheese make that noise again <laughs> delicious cheese by amazing I was people. Me swishing cheese between my um, at, at uh, thirty two ten Korean Drive. If you enjoyed the podcast, if you like what we're doing here, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button. I know it seems like a small thing, but it helps me out more than you know. And also, leave a review. That also helps me out. Uh, that's it, Seth. You're my new friend. I love you. Thank you. Love you too, Peter. Uh, I love you very me. much. Uh, tell the kids goodbye.
Goodbye. You guys, I love you. Thank you so much for being part of my world. Thank you for listening. Be nice to each other. Go outside and play. Hug each other. Love each other. Um, Take care. I love you. Peace. Bye-bye.